0: No chance. What's up, everybody? Episode 27? 27, yep. Of the No Chance podcast. As always, your hosts, Ryan. And Nate. We are here today in... Our friend Marcos House once again. It's been the past three episodes, and you know it is kind of sad, but hey, it's you a know pla- what? It's we're chilling right now. We're cozy at this point. You know, cozy um, yes, definitely. That's him in the background. Shout out to Marco. We have some cool stuff on the way that we're gonna be posting on Instagram. And we got very productive today. Very productive day
1: today. Very we did productive. a lot. We got a lot done. So um, just stay tuned for that. That's gonna be on our Instagram. Typically,
0: and what does our day consist of when we go out to quote unquote shoot?
1: Typically, <laughs> we okay, we meet up. After work, shoot for maybe like ten minutes, and then we're like, "All right, do you want to get something to eat?" And then we go eat, and then maybe grab some drinks after. Yeah, yeah that's and I'd, I would it.
0: say like today at least it was the most productive day in probably like the past month that we've been. Shooting. Yeah, I mean, Every we were out bit. for
1: like two hours just shooting, so yeah. that was good.
0: So, so shout out to, uh, us. Us. Shout out to yeah,
1: us! Shout out to us! Shout out to us!
0: We deserve that meal. Yeah. <laughs> um. We want to say thank you guys for listening to the last episode. Yo, view count was kind of low. You motherfuckers better start listening more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, we that, appreciate every listen. Yeah, that,
1: that one was kind of a clumsy episode. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't really feel myself. Yeah, me for neither. For some reason, you know, I don't know well, why. the
0: craziest thing is once you hit stop, like on the recording, you either feel good about it or you feel like we need to redo it. Yeah,
1: that one was a redo for sure. I, de- I
0: definitely felt that way too. But you know, not every every episode it's gonna be a perfect episode i've had some ones where i walked away and i was just like wow best episode yet like back yeah, to back to back yeah that one didn't really say it at the end of it nah, but you know, we were yeah. like that, that was good that was good that was art yeah <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was cool but i tend to think that when it comes to these episodes the more planning that we tend to do for them the more we get kind of like tied up yeah it i almost think it feels like we're like following a script yeah because
1: you know. i mean the whole purpose of this is just to make it seem like it's a conversation. Yeah. Which is which it is. So I think when we plan it out like days ahead, it just I don't know. It doesn't seem it seems forced to it- Kinda, well, technically,
0: know? they're not planned days ahead. They're usually planned hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most sort of prep work that we ever do for these podcasts. But I would say just in general, like since the first first episode, I'd say like the first conversation we had, obviously it was rehearsed because it was our first time doing it. And we had done it so many times repetitively that it became almost rehearsed. But that was probably like... The best episode we've ever put out.
1: And just so you guys know, this one is not scripted, so this one should be a good one, hopefully. Yeah.
0: I, oh, Uh. Let's, let's just get into it. Let's just yeah. uh, jump into the topic. So uh,
1: what are we talking about? So
0: this past weekend, today is Tuesday the 20th, February 20th. We're talking about this past weekend, which was All-Star Weekend. So All-Star Weekend takes place usually around the middle of the NBA season. Um, the halfway point, if you want to call it. And you know the biggest shoe releases, some of the biggest shoe releases of the year, uh, biggest collaborations of the year. But for some reason, with the L.A. all actually, no, I just revealed it right there. With All Star Weekend being in L.A., it was fucking mayhem.
1: Like I was saying earlier, when we were talking about this, it's almost like Complex Con Round Two. Yep. And it, yeah. a lot of it was. It just seemed like it wasn't even basketball related. You know, oh. like they just threw something something together and just labeled it as all-star weekend you know basketball was definitely the last thing on people's mind when it came to oh yeah weekend. for sure like i bet a lot of people didn't even watch the actual all-star game i, I bet they were more caught up in like the drops like yeah. all the performances by uh different artists yeah. stuff like that just so, a lot of stuff going funny
0: on. story and just to kind of tie it back to the origins of what all-star weekend really means to you know streetwear and and shoe uh, aficionados in general is you know, from around All Star Weekend, Nike and other related shoe brands will release collections based off of a particular theme, right? Yeah. Um, depending on where the All Star game takes place. So I would say like the most notable one would be when they had All Star Weekend in was it Houston?
1: Was that when they did all the, um, the galaxy like the stuff. galaxy mm-hmm. yeah
0: inspired stuff, yeah. So they released Galaxy foam posits, just a, a bunch of different like shoes Katie re- revolving all around yeah, revolving around that theme, probably some of the most sought out after Nike basketball shoes ever made, to be honest. And it would just was a trend. Every year they just matched a certain theme and matched a certain theme. I think as of the past two years or so, All Star Weekend kind of flopped because they were just in random cities with no real marketplace for sneakers or streetwear clothing or culture in general yeah uh, so they really stopped doing it and now bringing it back to la obviously that's where all your favorite streetwear shops are that's where all your fa- all the famous people your famous rappers live um so they really over i would say they blew it out of the water this yeah. year
1: so let's talk about some stuff that went on during all-star weekend yeah. so let's talk about what released, what uh sort of events there were, just basically what was going on that weekend. Yeah, definitely. So
0: the two biggest things were the, um, obviously, head-to-head, the two biggest companies that have their um, sort of stock in basketball or in uh, the culture is Nike and Adidas. So Nike through a makers-of-the-game warehouse, uh, weekend bonanza, whatever it was of shoe customization and performances and um, previewing silhouettes and models that come out in the near future most notably what was it um air forces have, have been big this past six seven months to year what was it like
1: um air forces wait uh which they ones? they revealed
0: uh, a couple air force models that were coming out hong kongs um oh uh a co- couple of coveted colorways that people yeah, were like really yeah, yeah talking about uh taiwan's obviously there was collaborations with um they didn't release the off white vapor maxes, did they?
1: No, I don't think so. Um what else came out? Jordan Ones, Gold Toes, Gold Toes, Jordan Threes, uh Black Cement. Yep. What else came out? There was a bunch of stuff that came out this weekend. I
0: think most notably it, w- it would have been those, uh for the most part.
1: That's what everybody was sort of oh, picking uh, up. Clot Air Force One. Clot Air Force One. That yeah. was with the the really cool
0: like textile print on yeah, it. Yeah, do
1: you know they had a pop up in SF? When? It was literally across the street from my work. When? On Saturday. Clot or no, uh Friday. Clot. Just clot? No, I don't know what pop up it was, but they were releasing the Clot Air Force Ones. It's... Where were you? <laughs> I was off that day. Oh, it's only one day? Yeah, it was only one day. It was only on Friday. What the was it anyway, one? yeah. No Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't know about it shows until like how Sunday. much we're in the loop. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, maybe we should rethink this
0: podcast. Yeah, we gotta. We, we need ears <laughs> to the streets. We need yeah. to hire some people. Um, okay, so Nike had the little makers of the game. Uh, let's kind of briefly go over that real quick and, yeah. and just yeah, sort yeah. of make like, your first impression. So um, for me, at least, seeing the whole, like, they did a, a like, their whole thing around it was, you know, customizing um, the Air Force One. Yeah, I mean, to be, like, the biggest thing that they highlighted.
1: Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, a lot of Nike events it's about customization. Mm-hmm. It's about it being more interactive, I feel like. Yeah. Definitely so, yeah. as of
0: lately, their whole twist of and I think it takes a lot of inspiration of what Virgil did with it with his Air Force Ones in tailoring an Air Force One. Not just in terms of getting something screen printed or, you know, changing the laces. It's how can you change the entire aesthetic of the shoe?
1: And you know what? Just a little point here. I think that's really smart because it almost drives demand because people know that they're getting something that's unique that yep. no one else is going to have Yep. because you basically have a blank canvas and you can do whatever you want, you yep.
0: know? And it's a, it's basically a one-of-one one at that point. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's cool. That's definitely really unique. Um, it's definitely a step up from what Nike would traditionally do at some of these pop-ups, which if you really think back to it, nobody even remembers what Nike used to do at some of these um, initiatives or whatever, which is kind of sad, but... Um, it was definitely a big thing obviously the biggest things are dropping exclusive product to entice people to come into these these events but um towards the end uh, obviously to keep people there because not everybody wants to spend money at these things right everybody wants to just visit you know see hopefully see some stars see a show i think that's the biggest pull in or uh, the way to entice people are these performances so nike definitely had a lot of big names performing. What was it? Was it every night, or was it just like Sunday night?
1: I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I know they had, they had probably had Kendrick perform. They like had Kendrick a dozen times. They had Travis Scott,
0: mm-hmm. Bigger the uh, the big uh, Nike ambassadors for them. Um, anybody else? Who
1: else did they have?
0: Uh, let me see. Let me let me Who check. Was it? I have it on my phone here. It was uh I mean you can't really say his oh, name here we go. A, but it was a boogie with a hoodie. Uh, uh a boogie they had with Khalifa, that's a random one. Oh, well he does wear Converse. Um Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, that that's cool. You know, that was just oh, yeah. one day. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely cool. Free show. Uh I really wish we went. It's more the show for me. It's yeah, for me it's more money. the experience. I, mean, I don't yeah. really get I don't really care too much about any of the shoes um i know a lot of people got free shoes some some had to pay but regardless i think it was i think nike did a pretty good job
1: oh one um release you forgot to talk about was for the kendrick's
0: cortez. oh okay okay yeah kendrick dropped his
1: version of the cortez um what was what your take on that ugly sorry not the biggest fan either I'm sorry like did you see the first version? I like that version. That version was way That's nice. better. That's nice. This one I just think had too much going on. Yeah. You know, like it, it
0: just—it was the red and just like I don't know if the materials were like nylon or something like that, but more of a collector's piece, not really something I'd wear. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, let's let's jump into the next one, and we're gonna touch on um, the whole dynamic of Nike versus Adidas and the, the entire All Star Weekend. We just want to give a good context of of what. Probably ninety nine percent of the listeners missed out on. Um, if you're not from LA, including yeah. us. So, um, what about the the Adidas one? What was it called again? Seven
1: four seven Warehouse Streets. That's crazy. Um, yeah, what did they have going on there? Um, they had they from so.
0: I follow a lot of the ambassadors for Adidas, most of them being girls and, <laughs> and um, they, them being there. And, and I always make this point in other episodes about how culturally Adidas has that sort of foothold in the people that are making shit happen for the people in their community, I'd say, or people that aspire to be influencers or Instagram famous, YouTubers, whatever. They have the, their foothold in those people. And they invited 20, 30 of these girls, bring them all to the warehouse, book them all in the hotels, all this stuff, right? Hook them Damn, up. Damn, Medita's all this tricking.
1: Club. For real,
0: <laughs> right? For real. And so they have this warehouse. Not only does it just house all the newest product. I don't think it had a huge, I don't even think it had Yeezy shit there.
1: Uh, they had the, um, the desert rat. No, they had the future craft, like the three D printed. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah, Adidas yeah. Shoe, So
0: the typically, they just highlighted a lot of their newer season stuff. Um, Bape, uh, Bape,
1: Dame, Willard,
0: yep, shoes, basketball, basketball shoes. shoes. That was shoes. huge. I, I think basketball in shoes. terms of product, and we'll go through a, a sort of comparison on who wins in product, who wins in all this other stuff. But I think in terms of product, Adidas obviously nobody's really talking about the product they release besides those, that Bape collaboration. But Nike definitely won Kobe in terms Ultra. of what was released. Also, oh
1: yeah, undefeated release. Oh, yeah. Um a collaboration with Nike, uh, Kobe Performance Retro. With that was like number the, one, right? What That's the first the one? First one. Yeah. yeah, that was actually that was pretty cool. Yeah, I I don't know. I've always been a fan of like Kobe shoes as like a performance shoe. Um, but I don't know. I thought those were cool. Yeah. for what they I saw were. Saw a lot
0: of. Uh, athletes wearing them during the all-star game, which is super sick. Uh, a lot of exclusive colorways and, and stuff like that. Um, let's see. What else with Adidas? They did have overall the best performances. It looked like it was damn near Coachella. It Playboy like Cardi. They had everybody. I think they had ASAP Rocky. They had Kid Cudi. They had Kanye West. They had Childish Gambino. They had 21 Savage. They had literally any, oh, yeah. anybody yeah. That, you, that wasn't at the Nike one was that's a headliner was at the adidas show they had scissor they had had everybody you can imagine and it was super awesome and free
1: (laughs) like that's the best part right yeah i mean as far as like the actual product itself like you said like i wasn't really too wowed by it like i honestly couldn't even remember like what they dropped yeah um i I mean i'm like kind of naturally biased but still like nothing really wowed me yeah yeah so I don't, I don't know, like, who, let me ask you this, who do you think won, like, overall? Talking about product, talking about yeah. events, talking about, like, who so, had the biggest impact? So I
0: put this up on our, I put up a poll on our Instagram story, obviously, everybody chose Nike, that was between, like, sort of who won All-Star Weekend, and this was before All-Star Weekend officially ended, I think I put it out on maybe Saturday Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and a lot of people said Nike and I would agree and we're going to go th- through three different categories and you can help me sort of put them together. We'll do product releases. We'll do, um, what would you say like performances or like the show or something just around like it. Experience. Experience. Yeah. And then the third one will just be like, something that drives the culture forward or is like impact or something like that. Who had the the bigger, bigger impact on streetwear culture or the culture in general? Like say,
1: um, for me, I think the brand that checked all three boxes, um, the most definitely Nike. I mean, obviously like I'm biased, but I don't know. I think product release wise, like they just, delivered a lot more heavy hitting releases yeah yeah um experience wise like i don't know nike always has a way of crafting like really unique like experiences for uh, consumers so whether that's like customization or performances whatever it may be like those are always really cool um and then what was the third box what was it third Category. like impact? Impact um I think impact yeah definitely they checked that box. I I don't know, I think they did a good job of sort of reviving the hype around All-Star weekend. Yeah, I definitely mean, last year I don't even remember. I mean, there was no like All-Star collection. Nope. Um nope. But I mean, there's nothing big either. Like I don't even remember what happened. So yeah, I think they did true. a really good job of um sort of leaving their footprint back on all-star weekend yeah yeah
0: i would say so too i think in regards to the first one in terms of product obviously nike wins um adidas didn't release any notable yeezy releases which is what they were relied on in the past um they've had a lot of new uh silhouettes of yeezy models that are going to come out soon and they didn't decide to drop them early then
1: what about pharrell did pharrell have anything to do with all-star weekend like oh yeah anything? he was there
0: he was there yeah yeah he performed uh and I think uh, he, did he have a shoe come out? I don't that? think he dropped any of his human racers. I don't think any anything notable came out. And if they did, I didn't, they blew right over my head. And I was following it pretty closely in terms of all the products and stuff. But back to 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 Nike, I think just in general, they always win with the product releases, especially at this time. Adidas sort of dropped the ball on that one, which is it kind of sucks because they had an opportunity to do that, but. I don't think that that was their, their motive behind All-Star Weekend because everybody always sees All-Star Weekend as being Nike's thing. They always drop the shoes. Yeah. They're always the ones. And now with them being the sponsor of the NBA, they're the ones
1: backing the entire
0: you know, run through of the
1: show. Yeah. I mean, when you think of basketball, I don't think of Adidas. No. Like when you mention professional basketball, like the image that comes into my mind is Nike. Yeah. Like Adidas- just says soccer to me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like if you said soccer I'd be like, okay, for, for sure Adidas, yeah, yeah. but I don't know.
0: But now I guess what Adidas tried to do and and what they did a really good job in is is just getting exposure in general. You know, like with the loss of the NBA contract, it's kind of hard to to be relevant
1: in this sphere of people basketball that's, especially. That's true. I think they just wanted to show face. Yeah. If that, you know, just yeah. I don't know, just to kind of remind people that they're still around. You they know?
0: weren't going to sit idly by and watch Nike take over the whole damn weekend. Of course, oh, they're no, going sure to yeah. try to find every person that's ever ever done a commercial for them, ever represented them, and, and bring them out and, and take over. And I think they did take over in terms of what revolved on social media. Uh, you know, performance-wise, it's all that everybody was talking about. Um and they had some of the best performers. Obviously, Kendrick and, and Travis Scott are, like, as a duo, they can take over most people. Yeah. But for the most part, I think Adidas sort of won in that area of being very, very entertaining, um, which is what they had to do because they don't have products to to get people to buy in. So that was the way of doing it.
1: So let's let's shift gears a little bit and look at this entire weekend through the lens of, like, PR okay. or, like, through marketing from a marketing standpoint so do you do you think this is like a good ploy by both brands to sort of drive business in terms of like i mean like a lot of the stuff like i was saying earlier wasn't even all-star related. it wasn't even basketball related you know like it was just more of a reason um to get people to you know to consume their products yeah so
0: so i think in regards to in regards to nike right i think when you see these little like I consider them like like fizzle moments. So like All-Star Weekend and throwing this giant-ass party and dropping all these sneakers and like, exposing people to the sneakers that are going to drop within the next few months. It's a sizzle moment. It, it pops and then it fades away at some point, right? So people go back to – because once fall and winter hits, people are bored of Nike again. It's not until spring-summer that all the, the crazy shit tends to happen and the great products and the new renovated um, technology and stuff like that. So something like this, right, where you don't promote any of your like signature athletes' basketball shoes. It's not like at the 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 main point of why they're doing this, especially for All Star Weekend, right? You want to drop who 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 is it right now? Katie, um, Kyrie, uh, LeBron, right? You want to drop exclusive as as hell models of that shoe, yeah. But there was no. It's this is Nike basketball as a category. It's their opportunity to flourish. Yeah, and I thought Nike Sportswear took it over.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. So
0: it it, it it's kind of hard because in the past, All Star Weekend revolved around Nike basketball, and it yeah. was it, it it was to show and highlight what Nike basketball was doing, whether it was you know an exclusive model or a new style, whatever silhouette.
1: So, do you think this is just another sort of version of commodifying? Streetwear slash sports yeah. culture,
0: yeah, and ex- and L A especially, right? Yeah. Everybody's, it's it's the land of the hype. Like you, you're gonna wear whatever is currently trending, no matter who you see it on, no matter what. So, you drop Air Forces, of course, people are gonna buy yeah. them there. So it's easy. And
1: i I think this just further reinforces the link between all these different categories. Whether it's like music, for instance, yeah. like Travis Scott, hip hop, and all that. And sneaker culture and streetwear culture yeah. and sports culture. I think it, I think it's more about driving the business through unifying all those different fields and sort of, you know, playing upon that. So
0: it was complex con with the basketball game going on outside. Yeah, exactly. basically what was yeah, happening. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It was yeah. hey guys, be prepared. We're dropping shoes on on these three dates. Come out, come buy them. Oh wait, this happens to be All Star Weekend as well.
1: You know that it—that's so crazy to me because it just shows how much the landscape of pop culture has changed, where they have to skew a sports-related weekend, yeah, to have more of like a lifestyle appeal to it. You know, like that just shows how much streetwear has you know been injected into mainstream pop culture so yeah. i think that's it's cool it's cool no for but sure. let's talk
0: about this then because i feel like an event like that can only live within something revolving around basketball you couldn't throw something like that for you know the mlb you know world series you couldn't throw something like that yeah. for the Pro Bowl or the Super Bowl. The maybe Bowl. maybe the Super Bowl. Maybe. Yeah. But I feel like streetwear and shoe culture resides solely within the realm of basketball.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean sneaker culture initially started with basketball shoes. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. Jordan's basketball shoe. Yeah. Um Air Force One's basketball shoe. Yep. Like I think the link between those two things are just so is so strong that it's like you said, you couldn't have an event like this with MLB or, yeah. you know, MLS or whatever. No way. Whatever, maybe. No way. Yeah. yeah. So, but,
0: I mean, just in general, if there's anything that could sort of... If you were a brand, right? If you were sitting by the wayside, maybe you're Adidas. No, no, actually not Adidas. name Some of these, like, brands that are sort of looking from the distance that are still in the game, but sort of looking from the distance, right? So, like a, like, a New Balance or... Who else? Um who's kind of like doing something right now?
1: ASICs. ASICs. Um Asics is like low key, but they kill it. Like they, they got collabs do. with Kith, yeah, like they, everybody. They have
0: they have a very a niche following. But say you're looking from the outside, right? Of these yeah, these like oh Puma. Puma's a good example. Say you're looking from the outside, you're a sportswear jumping into the sportswear field, you have you know Rihanna, you have a Kylie Jenner rocking your shit. You're, so you're trash, in there. You're you're so in the game, trash, right? Yeah. You're in the game, but you're you're watching. You're watching. What can they do, say, on a follow say they throw All Star Weekend in LA next year. Yeah. You know, and, and you're the head of Puma, what would you what would you do? You know, you got you got a Rihanna, you got a Kylie Jenner, you got two of the most influential girls in terms of all of culture, social media especially. I don't know How if there's anything
1: you, you can do like Puma? What? P- P- you got two, like, you got some, some hot. Hot, what? It's hot talent. <laughs> like, <laughs> when you say Puma, nothing even, like, remotely comes to mind as far as, like, something exciting. I mean, okay, okay. Here, how about this? Puma's, like, that reminds me of Marshalls. No, but uh, Ross. go
0: back, go back to when Puma had like the Clyde Puma Clydes right like the staple Puma shoe you got all of the entire Rihanna shoes and slippers whatever they're called I think they're called creepers and I don't know what the little fuzzy ones are called but those things are popular those things are popular and you're in LA you're like your entire customer base lives in LA
1: but that's such a specific customer base that doesn't necessarily fit in with all star weekend that it's like it's hard to draw that real- it's hard to draw that relationship you know you don't
0: think that's any different from like having somebody as and I'm gonna say this, but Kendrick is kind of of a of a of a rapper that attaches or that certain people attach to not everybody likes Kendrick not everybody understands Kendrick especially with where he is now, yeah, so when it comes to like is, right? Because that's like literally the only thing that he can he can really push. Because that's all he really wears. Yeah, it's it's. I it's mean, like that's the same all- thing.
1: No, that's that has a stronger connection though, because Cortez, like the Cortez, is a very like that's a very popular shoe. That's like a very well known silhouette as far as like here in California, you know. Yeah. Like so, for Kendrick, the relationship is there because he's a rapper from Compton, but. Okay, this is
0: the crazy thing, though, is that nobody gave a shit about Cortez's a year ago. And it was not flying off the shelves. And there was only two
1: colorways that were ever being pushed. And they were only sold as chic. That's true. I remember trying to find them in, like, 2015. <laughs> and, like, no one was selling nobody them except, a, like, champs.
0: I had a Mexican homie from high school. That's all he would ever wear. Yeah. And everybody always clowned him for him. Like, damn, you got those, those boats on? Like, they just look <laughs> crazy. And he's like, nah, man, this is, like... This is heritage, whatever. And ever since then, I'm just like, wow, like,
1: it's crazy. I mean, like, the Cortez is a classic shoe. Like, Rihanna's shoe, it's not, it hasn't been out long enough to Okay, be maybe not in terms classic. of
0: being a classic, but I mean, in terms of, like, it being something
1: that can be sold.
0: Oh, it could definitely it's be. Not tra- it's it not a defi- trash shoe. It can
1: definitely be sold, but I don't think in that context. Like it's not about the product itself. I think it's more about the context and whether or not you can sort of somewhat, attach a story. Yeah, to it. exactly. Yeah. Attach a narrative to it with Rihanna or who, who else is a. I think it's just Kylie at this. Kylie point. the yeah. weekend. Oh, the Weeknd. is with yeah. Yeah, I mean, like those you can't attach like a a sportswear. To narrative them, it's just a collaborative them. item. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I kind of see where you are what I'm saying. You get what I'm yeah. saying with
0: that. I think I think there's a lot of buying power in celebrities in general just in terms of what they can get you know fly off the shelves and all-star weekend is definitely a testament of of that and just seeing air forces go crazy it's been the year of the air force and then cortez for 2017 and 2018 on going forward you know and we talked about last week 2000 style fashion coming back air is coming back leading it's the coming back. Give it,
1: people are painting them again. Give it like another, give it like another maybe five years max. Like early 2000s is gonna be back. I can definitely see
0: jerseys. Oh, jerseys are coming. back. Jerseys are coming back. The NBA got the jersey contract.
1: Yeah, well, it's over. Like, just wait till trust. they start releasing
0: hardwood classics. <laughs> it's Over. <laughs> I can't wait. Your boy's
1: about to cop tall tees at Full Locker No, no, again. no, no. I'm wearing two a, for a sh- sh- medium.
0: I'm wearing a sh- medium. Nah, triple XL <laughs> tall. I tall think. Not. No, no. <laughs> I think just in general, things like 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 All Star Weekend or not even All Star Weekend, if if they just threw these initiatives you know, periodically, monthly, bi-monthly, whatever, I feel like you could keep, you know, how you, um, you kind of keep the the energy going.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird how it's kind of come to that. You know, it's like yeah. brands have to throw some sort of big extravagant weekend in order to yep. generate some buzz, you know, it's not a product release any, anymore no. that, that, it's a, it's a lifestyle release. It's, that's it's not true. a product, it's a lifestyle There you go. Yeah.
0: That's that's the um that's the entire premise. You know, like people aren't trying to sell a product anymore. They're trying to sell a lifestyle.
1: Wow. Damn. I think we
0: cracked the code. Nate came with the bar close to the end of the episode. We definitely <laughs> needed that. He threw the Hail Mary in the fourth <laughs> quarter and we needed that. Yep. Awesome. But yeah, I think that that's totally true. And you can see it. They the most coverage is about what your favorite artist is wearing, who performed, you know, people taking th- their their favorite selfies in front of this billboard that says where you were. It's about where
1: I was this weekend rather than what I bought. Exactly. Like, it's, uh, it's kind of weird to say, but it's almost... I was here and you weren't type mentality. That is.
0: And I definitely felt that. Yeah. I definitely felt that. I was like, dude. I I had the
1: huge FOMO. Envy for days. Definitely.
0: And it makes a lot of sense, you know, because that's just the type of the, of the era that we're in. And, and I think this was a a true testament of showing people that this is where I am. And this is why your life sucks. (laughs) And that's why you're not here. You're right. My life does suck. And that's, and you look at things like, um, these Instagrammable museums, right? Yeah. it that That is as similar as it gets in terms of, well, obviously, these ones are, f- this event was free and these museums cost money, but the same concept still applies at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, it's more about, like we keep saying, it's more about the actual experience as opposed to sort of digesting some sort of, you know, like, for instance, in the example you just made, like, these Instagrammable muse- museums. Yeah like what what are you getting out of that? Yeah. You get to take a photo and that's it. Like yep. there's nothing that
0: photo There's costs nothing
1: money. really nothing of value there aside from it looking nice.
0: That's true. Okay, let's talk about this cuz some of my favorite things to get into when we we talk about uh stuff on the podcast is looking at it from a um a psychological lens. Those are always my favorite. All right, let's talk about let's why. Psych. Because Psychology we took a, lo- we to took a, we took a lot of pictures today when we were shooting. True. Right. What is it about having that perfect picture from the gram that makes us tick? Like, what is it? What is it about that that we get excited about? What's the point? I don't know. I mean, for me, it's just <sighs> because we're talking about this concept of. Of I'm here, you aren't, I'm doing stuff you aren't. Look at what I'm wearing that you're not wearing. Yeah. I can afford this, you
1: can't. I mean, naturally that that's always gonna be a part of it, whether it's a big part of it or not. Yeah. Um, it's there. Uh for me, I mean, I just I enjoy photography in general. Like I've been doing it for like quite a few years now. So yeah. for me, that's why I like to do it. I I don't even have to be in front of the lens if I'm the one taking photos, like I'll still have fun. Like today, like I had a great time just shooting. Yeah. Um but even then, even when I am shooting, it's almost like, yeah, I took that photo, you know? It's like, yeah, well, you... Yeah. If yeah.
0: You, I, I would say like a majority of the of the listeners that do listen to the podcast have decided to follow us on our personal accounts. So you could definitely see on Nate's Instagram that it's a lot of not him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you definitely take pride in shooting the photo that, rather than being in it, I would say.
1: Yeah. So for you, like, what do you think about that? What's your take? I don't know.
0: I I think... Well... I think just in general, it, it depends. It, it it varies. If I'm paying a shit ton of money to travel to this country, you better know damn well I'm taking a photo and putting it on the Instagram. You better know that That's this is where true. I am. Yeah. But if it's just like uh, you know, my food, yeah? or if it's just like an outfit that I put on, maybe I like it. I don't feel like everything has to be on Instagram. It it really depends. At least for me. But if I'm paying some good money for it, then I'm I'm gonna do okay, it. Okay. What do you
1: think about this? Like. A lot of people justify it by saying, you know, I'm not really in contact with people that I was close with. It's just a way for me to share like what's going on in my life with them. You know, like what do you think about like that? Okay. That perspective. We have a phone, right? Yeah. I would assume
0: that most people have phone numbers. Most people have emails. Yeah, you could always call somebody, you know, if you really cared that much to to be in touch with this person, you give them a call. If if a like means that much to you that you have to to post a picture, then it gets a little bit overboard, you know, if you're really trying to be that personal with somebody on social media, just give them a call. (laughs) That's really that's really all what it comes down to. You know what I mean? Sometimes a DM is is just as good. But personally, (laughs) personally. I don't know. Marco I, just walked out. I think he felt that one on. Yeah, that. yeah. Sorry, Marco. I didn't mean. you felt that I didn't mean to offend. Now, now, funny thing is, is most of what I do on a day-to-day job is I live within the social media sphere. So I'm, I understand like the personal aspect, the customer service aspect of social media. But when it comes to becoming overly obsessed with using social media to sort of justify why I need to be with, why I need to be on there to be with close people and loved ones that's a little bit much i don't know how you feel about that it's different it's weird yeah it's weird it's touchy because i know a lot of people my my parents just recently got on social media
1: and dude my and it's it's probably the harshest thing to listen to loves social media she's on facebook she's on ig she's always. i remember uh, i asked my friend because um he works at Best Buy and my mom needed to transfer her phone, her, all her concepts on her phone yeah. to her new phone. And then I remember my friend was helping her out cause he works at Best Buy and he was just saying like, damn, your mom takes so many photos of like everything. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, she's that, she's that type of person. Yeah. Like she loves to document her life and put it on social that's media. Awesome. Even like more so than me. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, you're on IG like that. It's crazy. Yeah, but, That's pretty awesome. But yeah, I don't know. I think, for her too, I, like, I I may be wrong, but I think it's, it's about showing other people I'm here, I'm doing this. Yeah. You know, like, this is what I'm up to. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it's, it's natural to do that, but like everything, it comes with, you know, there's always a limit to what, uh, what's good and what's not. Yeah.
0: I think, yeah, it's pretty subjective on like where the, the line is where you cross the line on uh, it being like overly done or, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Now. Wow.
1: We took a huge tangent. This is No, like this a, is good. This is good. This, <laughs> this is, is good. like a, we're definitely, 180 get, I, I, I love the, we the, the, the psyche
0: aspect of, of, why we do the things we do, especially when it comes, because taking pictures and stuff is we, we, t- we try to do that on a weekly basis. It's yeah. like, as like a piece, like a responsibility to yeah. the point where it's like, Oh, we didn't shoot. damn we don't have, shit to put out yeah and that and that's always a bad look especially if we want to maintain the high standards that we have is for the uh, right. cultural influencers yeah. you know what i mean but uh just on that note in terms of just social media do you think then if if we're consistently putting you know we put up a lot of ads of ourselves we we almost show like what we do on a day-to-day basis through the little like
1: commercial things that we put out oh yeah i mean think about this like for those people out there who follow us on our Instagram and don't even really know us on a personal level. like pretty much do now. Yeah, I mean, that's just a way for us to connect with you guys Yeah, and just to show you who we are, maybe give you some sort of insight as to what we like. Yeah, you know, things like no, that. I'd
0: say that's a good way because I was going to take it a whole nother whole nother route. So I'm glad you took it that what way. Where are you going to say? No, I'm not going to say because we're going to go into a whole nother different co- conversation. <laughs> we don't have time. We are that. just we already No, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. But the way that you said that we already it, meandered. It, we're not vloggers, right? We, we don't have the time to document every second of our life on a uh, in a
1: narrative. Yeah, that's a very good point. You yeah. know what
0: I mean? So these little ads are ways to show you guys of of the way we look at things in terms of oh we eat at these places we visit these places we oh. walk by these places on a daily basis
1: yeah and it just kind of gives you guys an idea of like what we think is interesting yeah. or what we think is like visually appealing yeah. as far as like videos and stuff yeah. and just the sort of maybe vibe that we're trying to convey yeah i think that's, that's a perfect way to say it. yeah yeah what
0: is nate and ryan up to this week yeah maybe it's in a diner maybe it's in a Laundromat. That yeah. was a random one. Yeah, but we we try to mix it up every now and then. I think that's a that that just makes a good a good point of just where we're going with this. I mean, in terms of like we we do try to put out new content every week, new episodes every week. Last week's we're sorry, we apologize for that one. That I don't one know. Was, I don't it know.
1: It was okay. Like it, wasn't, it definitely, definitely was cool. wasn't our worst. Right, the it concept
0: was, okay. was amazing. The concept was awesome. I don't know what happened. The execution. No, I was just tired that day. You, I you, think. Don't believe it on being... T- you know You know what it was? What? President's week, you know? The, somehow the holiday gets mixed up with people and they don't want to, you know, be on the computer. I don't know, man. If anything, if you're listening to this now, make sure after you listen to this episode, go back and listen to the one previously.
1: And, and you tell us whether or not that episode was eh, or if it was... We've had some bad ones, and one of the guys that was on one of those bad ones is sitting <laughs> in
0: this room. I don't know where the other guy is, but i'd say that was one of our one of our better ones but sure i mean uh, sure he says he apologizes for that one but it's okay it's just first time on the mic but so i'm not gonna ramble anymore and i think that's a great way (laughs) to end this episode we're at about 42 minutes so cool um thank you guys for listening to episode 27 of the no chance podcast we appreciate all the listens all the likes all the reposts tell your friends Listen to tell your mom this week's episode. Yeah. Stay tuned for next (laughs) week. Cool. (laughs) Peace. Peace.